Hello everybody, welcome back to the Prepper Post News. I'm your host Perrin Lovett and this is Christmas Eve. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is on your Thursday, December 24th, 2020. Uh, I'd like to, uh, as usual, say hello to everybody at freedomprepper.com, freedompreppercommunity.com, all of our friends and uh, fans and subscribers at the YouTube channel. And, of course, to everybody listening to the podcast uh, with the audio only. And, uh, yeah, so this is, uh, we've got one day to go. And uh, this may be a slightly shorter, uh, happier little uh, news segment. Got some pretty important topics to cover. We'll get into that in a second. But, uh, so, yeah, yesterday uh, the uh, Christmas uh, fiction by me started dropping uh, at the uh, the community. Hope you guys liked that first story. And uh, that one um, uh, appeared at least one other place, possibly uh, possibly two, two syndicated places, along with the community. Uh, today, you're getting something that's, uh, that's all prepper, all for us. And I, I really, really hope you guys uh, enjoy that little story. I think you will. It, it, the test the test audience, uh, it reviewed very well, so we'll see. Well, let's get right into our feature of the day, and feel free to comment at YouTube uh, or on the community about any of these topics. They all kind of run together today. Um, I tried to, you know, I wanted to give it a Christmas theme, uh, but we uh, take what we get, like my uh, my daughter's uh, old uh, uh, ballet teacher used to say, you Get what you get, and you don't pitch a fit. Well, Pat Robertson of the 700 Club televangelist uh, fame was is pitching a fit now um, about uh, Donald Trump needing to move on and get over it. Um, he's joining ranks with Mitt Romney, of course, who was the uh, the first uh, you know establishment GOP figure to to uh, bow out. I'm trying to keep the language nice for Christmas Eve. And give up and admit defeat. Mitch McConnell and uh, has joined ranks, and now Robertson. I've got some quotes from a, a story, uh, all linked up at freedomprepper.com. Here we go. Pat Robertson thinks that Donald Trump is being erratic and needs to move on from his alternate reality about the election. Yes, that Pat Robertson. Even Pat Robertson thinks it's going too far. Back in October, Robertson uh, said God told him Trump would win. He encouraged people to get out and vote before adding, it's going to lead to civil unrest and then a war against Israel and so forth. And so, uh, and so forth. Gotta, gotta get the scaremongering in there. Uh, there's, gonna be, there's already been civil unrest, Pat, if you, if you would wake up and look around. And, you know, we're headed for a lot worse with or without Donald Trump in the White House. And, uh, you know, Israel, 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 Israel. Why didn't you just move there? <clears throat> and so forth. I, I have detected a pattern with Pat Robertson. And I'm not picking on him. I'm just identifying the pattern. About all of this, uh, this God talks to me stuff. It's like that old uh, Phil Collins song. You know, Jesus, he knows me, and he knows I'm right. Been talking to Jesus all my life. I remember back, uh, was it 92, 96, when, uh, when Pat ran for president? And he, uh, 
He's always making these statements. God told me, God told me to run for president. God told me we all have to vote Republican because, you know, God is a Republican. Uh, God told me this and that. America, Israel, war, blah, blah, blah. And somebody at the time, one of these radio guys, uh, asked him, you know, well, okay, well, you said God told you to run. If God, when you're president, if God tells you to press the button and initiate a nuclear strike, are you going to do it? And Pat, no, oh, well, now let me him and haul around that and give you some Bible lawyering theology. Wouldn't answer. Think about that. If you're a Christian, the only answer to that is yes. If God tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, if you read the book of Job, when, when God called all the angels in the conference to talk about poor Job, they all responded. Even Satan had to come. He could not refuse the call of God, and he had to tell him what he thought was the truth. He's a liar, even when he tells the truth. But he understood the call. So I, I ask, uh, if, you know, if, 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 if God told Robertson in October that Trump would win, is, is the man lying about that? Or is his God someone else? Because it doesn't seem like he has any faith at all which puts him squarely in the ranks of McConnell and uh, Romney and all the rest of them that have helped drive this nation into the ground and under the ground. So uh, let me get off that before I uh, get really, really angry. It's Christmas time. I shouldn't do that. We have uh, other uh, real, uh, back to this alternate reality, which looks a lot like actual reality. Mike Pence has delivered a rather stern warning to the seven wayward states that couldn't decide which, uh, which set of electors to send up and thus sent them both for Trump and Biden. And uh, he's made it crystal clear that they either get their act together by January 6th or else there will be consequences, up to and including having all of their, their ballots tossed out. And uh, something along those lines is going to happen. The AP doesn't understand it. Lawrence Tribe doesn't understand it. None of these people understand uh, but they're going to, and I again, we are going to have the the best uh, the best January party uh, you can imagine somewhere between the sixth and the twenty first. Uh, we may have to have it off of YouTube if there is a YouTube. Then you never know. Let's see here, other things, other little double standards running in the news. Um, do you remember this this past summer? There was uh, some unpleasantness in, in certain, well, everywhere, everywhere where, uh, where thugs gathered, they just ran wild. And, you know, they protested peacefully by burning down buildings and taking over areas of cities and shooting people. And uh, nothing was done. The police stood by, the National Guard stood by, the politicians, you know, sided with the thugs. <clears throat> well, recently out in Portland, where you had all this thuggery before, other protesters of a different stripe, went to the, uh, the state capitol and tried to get in to make their views clear on certain things like, you know, not putting mom and pop out of business while you let Walmart operate under this ongoing hoax. Funny what happened. When, they, when normal people show up, all of a sudden the police somehow find the will and the power to act. It's, it's just amazing. Take a look at that. Uh, the Statesman Journal had a great story. RT also had another one. Not going to link to that, but I do have an RT story about something that one of our commenters uh, caught at uh, YouTube the other day, um, and that was the rule of people over the age of seventy. And uh, 
Yeah, the comment, <clears throat> maybe rightfully so, uh, turned into a little boomer bashing. But uh, RT noticed that, yeah, we the United States is now governed by people exclusively over the age of 70. The average age of our wonderful elite leaders is older than the generation that destroyed the Soviet Union. So uh, maybe we're seeing a great repeat of that. Take a look at that. Uh, kind of interesting. Also interesting, uh, <clears throat> you know, I've been, I've been wondering about certain medical stories this year and the way that certain things are counted. And one of my suspicions was with all this, this fear mongering and, you know, everybody's going to die. I was wondering, well, how many people are really dying? And, and are certain deaths being reclassified as, as other kinds of deaths? AP has a story here. Um, and my, my thought was, well, when the CDC puts out the total death numbers by all causes, except for abortion, they don't care about babies. Um, what if the number of total deaths go down? Well, according to the AP, that's not going to happen. It looks like we're going to have 400,000 more deaths than ever. This may be the, the most dyingest year ever in the United States. Over 3 million deaths. Mainly, uh, due mainly to the coronavirus pandemic, even though by their numbers, it's only three or 400,000. So I guess three or 400,000 by AP math is a vast majority. Maybe that's how they decided that Biden won the election. I don't Maybe a calculator? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a simple man. But they also talk, they, they make certain little admissions in here. They, they can't, you know, they can't help but slip up and say certain things like, well, there was a big wave of uh, pneumonia deaths, but, uh, <clears throat> well, maybe that was really corona. Maybe other things were corona and we didn't know it. Well, maybe you're saying everything is corona. Maybe that's why the flu has completely disappeared. It will be most interesting, I guess, in the spring when the CDC finally tabulates everything to, uh, to see what the, what the real numbers for this year versus 2019 are and were, uh, except for abortion. Those, I think, were pushing 900,000 lives. Uh, they just, they don't count. They don't count at all. But if you're over in the, uh, the UK, uh, you can count on this new strain that has popped up. And they're saying it's 50% uh, more dangerous, 70%, 100% more dangerous than the existing uh, cover-up of the flu and pneumonia. Um, it's so bad that the rest of Europe is locking out the, the UK. Uh, France has closed off the channel. So in addition to people you know, not being able to ride the train back and forth, they're also looking at 10,000 truckloads of things like, I don't know, food not going over to England. So that, that is a smaller island, but it, it's a microcosm. Take a close look at what happens there. I've got a Wall Street Journal story. I don't think they're going to starve yet, but, uh, but do pay attention to what is going on at Airstrip 1. Uh, and here we have some predictable news. Uh, Invermectin, the, uh, the anti-parasite uh, cattle drug. You know, I wonder if that would work on bankers and politicians. Anti-parasite. Well, doesn't matter because, uh, yes, it, it works. It cures a variety of diseases in animals and in people, which is probably why you saw next to no coronavirus outbreaks in Africa, where they use this stuff all the time. It's available here, over the counter. You go to Tractor Supply, tell them you need it for your horses, you get the paste. We have, uh, we have commenters that apparently use this stuff. Good for you, but you're not going to be using it much long because I've got a story here. It works too well and therefore they're pulling it. Um, every single time, they just can't help themselves. 
and neither can academics. They want to comment on everything. And I found a I found a Yale sociologist who actually looks like the real deal. He was a medical doctor first, got a PhD in sociology. Now he's a teacher and an academic. He almost kind of gets it, and he's looking forward to a uh, post-COVIDian society, if we're ever allowed to have that. And he thinks it's going to look a lot like the Roaring Twenties. Um, you're going to have, and he makes a pretty good case, uh, but he, he, it's, almost, it's almost like he wrote off uh, some of our more recent history, but he thinks you're going to see people coming out uh, of the lockdowns and just going wild. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, total debauchery, and uh, to me, that would seem like going back to last year. Um, but, you know, maybe we just didn't have enough decadence before. Um, and uh, as a counterpoint, Early on, I wrote a column, maybe in March, and I said, hey, young people, uh, take this, uh, take all this, this free time that you have now, maybe think about starting families. And that just, that hasn't happened. You know, it used to be if you had men and women locked down together, you might somehow miraculously expect children. There's some kind of bird involved that flies in with a baby. I don't know much about it myself. Um, hasn't happened we also haven't seen the big spike in uh, in abortions. They are up a bit <clears throat> over last year, um, but I, I don't want to see your kids let me down. But uh, you know, no baby boom from Corona. Uh, so maybe we'll see a, a continuing decade of decadence. But I imagine we'd get that anyway, uh, coinciding with the uh, the breakup. Anyway, to move this along to a much happier conclusion. I wanted some Christmas music, and uh, so I found a wonderful video. I've got it attached. Uh, I don't know if we can do picture-in-picture picture on another video, but it's uh, it's about two hours worth of uh, mostly orchestral music from France, uh, very traditional Christmas uh, hymns, and uh, not a lot of the, the secular stuff. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Take a listen. It's linked up at FP if we can't get it up here. Uh, take a listen to that. Tomorrow, we're just going to be back. I think it's going to be all Christmas, unless something huge happens. And there, there's a lot going on in Washington that's just not being reported. Um, it's almost like, you know, somebody might be getting ready to do something. So if something happens, yeah, I'll talk about that. If not, we're just going to have a little party, have a good time. And um, there's uh, there's that prepper story coming. Uh, I, guess, I guess I need to post that. Um, I may put it up, uh, I don't know what format I can post to, I've only done pictures in our videos, but it will be on the community, you're going to like it, and I hope you have a great Christmas Eve, uh, and certainly a wonderful Christmas tomorrow, traffic's been a little down, it always is down this week, and that's a good sign, because it shows that you are not listening to these idiots, and you haven't canceled Christmas, and you're carrying on the way we're intended to. So keep doing that tonight and all day tomorrow when I will see you back on Christmas 2020. I'm Perrin Lovett, signing off.